Turn your TV to channel 3 because it's time for the legend of retro podcast at bx8b.com. Welcome to episode 3 of the Legend of Retro. I'm your host Jay. This is Chaps. And we have a very special Retro Guardian LPJ. Hello, lads. He's from 1982. Yeah, he lived in a cave. <laughs> Um, we left, I think somebody left him with a, a sword, and an Atari a shield, and an Atari 2600. Atari 2600, yep. and then a, I found a boomerang, a, a but whole... it was a regular wooden boomerang, so it didn't go very far. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was actually, it wasn't a boomerang. I'm pretty <laughs> it was, sure it was, it was like, a dead bird, it was a dead bird. <laughs> <laughs> dead bird. When he showed it to me, he's like, this is my boomerang, I'm like... Okay. Yeah. Yes, it is. Look, and I threw it, and then, and then, then I then put it, in, then I put it in a shoebox, and I burnt it, <laughs> and buried its ashes in the ground. Welcome to episode three of the Retro Podcast. Oh my God! <clears throat> I would like to thank our sponsor, who probably won't be our sponsor anymore. But uh, DetroitBeardCollective.com, guys. If you have a beard, if you have facial hair, and you want to treat it right, go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the code. BX8B mm-hmm. and stop get, shaving your face with a magical sword. Yeah, don't do it. It's dangerous. Right, right. Okay, don't yeah. tap on the table. Right. <laughs> damn. Keep your hands to yourself. Okay, Not, damn. My hands are on the table. You can't tap me. Oh shit. DetroitBeardCollective.com, guys. Get mittens for him. Make sure to use the code BX8B and uh, on orders twenty five dollars or higher, you'll get twenty percent off your order. Thank you, Detroit Beard Collective. <laughs> Thank you. If uh, you have anything for annoying brothers. Yeah, please send me some. Oh god. So guys, uh, this episode we uh, we really wanted to spend some time on what you're experiencing right now. Actually, this brotherly love, this family gaming, stop generational gaming, and uh, which is why we brought LPJ on here, brother of chops, to talk about their gaming history. Older brother. Older brother acts like a fucking child. <laughs> Jeez. So our topic this week is really going to be about family gaming competition nice. and how I'm an only child. I don't understand how this all works. So we're gonna let we're gonna let you two take it over. I don't even know if you're gonna be able to handle it because you can't you can't stop. Well, you've you've witnessed how it works for a long time now. This is true. It's rough. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a real rough life to stop. Life to live. <laughs> I can't handle this right now. <laughs> Seriously, it's almost like it's almost like someone injected surge. Mountain Dew, and then Baja Blast into his eyes, okay? And they fed into his brain, and then he's just exploding with uncontrollable And then he drank energy. a bottle of Volt. Yeah. And then uh, Zima. I don't know why. He's just really in Zima. <laughs> I really, I really like really, Zima. I think he drank it, he told me, for the taste. <laughs> I don't think that's true. No, that's, okay. why I drink, that's why I drink my own pee. Oh. Uh, oh. I thought it was because it was sterile, but okay. Yeah. That's why he. That's why he can drink. Oh, it. that's right, why. Right, not, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about gaming as brothers, as family. Yes. How mm-hmm. how how do you manage that? I mean, nowadays it's probably a little bit easier for you guys because one of you games more than the other. But, True, and we're but, in different locations. Yeah, but back in the day when you had to share a console, when you had to share a TV, when you had to share a cartridge and a bedroom. Well, well, here's how. I mean, it started. We had an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. You weren't even born yet. I was not of this world. Right. So, you know, it was just me. And our sister didn't really play video games at all. So, uh, well, not at the time. Well, no. She played a little bit when she got older, but... 
I'm not. I'm not there yet. Yeah, I know. I'm That's a saying. timeline, man. I'm, I'm teasing there. for I'm it. Getting there. I don't understand this. I'm the only <sighs> child. Okay, I don't even understand what you're saying. Listen, what is a sister? So around 1987, <laughs> Chops was born. The same year Mega Man came out. Right. Nice. It was a great year. You almost ruined that year. Mega Man's no, no, the no, only no, no, thing no, no, that no, saved no. it. Oh, it what you don't know is I am the physical incarnation of Mega Man in the late 80s. I, Not like in 20XX. I beg I'm to, very unfortunate. I beg to differ considering you're wearing a Proto Man shirt. Yeah. My Which, brother is Proto Man. So you love me. Uh, you wear wearing but my you're, shirt, but you're terrible to me. <laughs> the, that, exactly. That's, it's, see, that's what our relationship is. I'm Proto Man. He's Mega Man, and we live in Mega Man Three, where I'm always trying to kill him. He's just now, a, see, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm jagged. the only child. So yeah. um, we got it. We heard, we got my got whole it. thing here is that is it normal for like brothers to wear each other on their shirt? I don't ever wear him on my shirt. Yeah, that's true. But you are wearing blue, which is Mega Man's color. I'm wearing I'm just blue saying, because this was clear. Your headset's blue. It's not my headset. And you did bring it into the studio from a different room that I don't know where you got it from. I got it but, from upstairs in the game which room. Which is your studio, I believe. It's your game room. Listen, it is true. It is You true. have said that it is your you, game room. I know, but I didn't buy this headset. It was, <laughs> it was given to me to use. By Bird Law. I would if buy it something. exists in the room, it is yours. Why do you keep me? Mentioned bird law. Bird law. Bird law. Anyways, it's a little strange that you're wearing Proto Man, if that's your brother, on your chest. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. It's to remind me of the anger I have for him. You punch yourself? Uh, No, I just run into sharp cornered things (laughs) with my chest. Oh, okay, good. There's a lot of divots right there. (laughs) Good. A lot of different. Anyways, let's get back to 1987. Yeah, so we got a, we got a Nintendo, and I played it a lot, and he was too young to play it. But you, yeah, I was not even playing? one. No, no. When did you start <laughs> so, playing? You were like what, five or six? I, I honestly don't remember. Probably, probably, pretty quick. Yeah, and by that time, I had sold my Nintendo and bought a Genesis. So, yeah, because I never really pl- I played the Atari a lot. Yeah. Um, we had a old, old, old computer in the basement that had DOS games on it, like on duct- floppy, like the original, original, original Ducktales games. Yes, nice. Yeah. DOS and game. Wheel yeah. of Fortune. Yep. And Carmen San Diego. So I played those a little bit. I remember, and then I remember doing some of the Atari ones. Like there was some Sesame Street games that we had. Yeah, we had the, uh, this. The, it was, was like the a specific. Game. This is whatever the earning game was. Yeah. So I, I played a little adventure. bit of, of stuff like that, Pong, Tanks, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then eventually I kind of stopped playing video games as much, and he started playing them more, and then we got a PS1, right? Is that when we got the PS1? I, I don't know. Basically what he did was he used me as a way to get video game systems uh, so That's that he true. wouldn't have to ask for them, So, but he could still play them. That's not true. It's completely true. That's how he got the N64, but that's not true. Uh, 32X? <laughs> 32X you bought on your own. I did not buy it on my own. You I got convinced it for Christmas. Mom to buy it. Okay. You were like, "Oh, this Spider Man game. This is going to be delicious." I Did you say this is going to be yeah, delicious? He, 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 was a large he told child. me to. He told me to ask my mom <laughs> He's like, for the thirty-two oh, X. Man, I could probably eat this. <laughs> he, and he said, "Matt, you eat this. It's a thirty-two X. It makes you better at video games." That's what he told me. And, and Chops and is like, I yeah, that's a great idea. I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to go yeah. tell my parents to go in, in buy fact, my 32X and then I'm going to eat it. In fact, Waterboy apparently is based <laughs> on my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. Dear God, let's focus on what, the topic, okay? Yes. So Continue. This is a great topic is, so far. Eventually, we started playing the same games. It really started yeah, with Zelda. It, it when started you with my Zelda game. I didn't ruin your Zelda game. <clears throat> you erased it at one point. Oh, probably. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you that's erased definitely Zelda happened. on me at one point. That definitely happened. Yeah. It, it did start with it. So he bought the Sega, but at some point we also got the Nintendo. And I think I was old enough to Nintendo wear... Nintendo 64. Uh, no, no, no. Original Nintendo. Rid- oh, I oh. got an original Nintendo. another Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, I got so you. So I was old enough to play the Nintendo games, and I was just getting into the Sega <laughs> ones. So I remember playing a lot of Mega Man, yeah. a lot of Zelda... A lot of Winter Olympics sports, Caveman Olympics. Caveman games. <laughs> caveman games. Yeah. A lot of weird shit we played. And but we were fine at first. We would trade back and forth beating different games. Yes. Between the three, between the two of us, we beat all six. We, all six Mega Man Original Mega Man But games. there was a point at which we were playing Mega Man, and I had gotten to a point in the game, and we had to go to like a family function. It was during the holidays. And... He's like, well, just turn it off. You know, like you can get back to it again. I'm like, no, I'm leaving it on. So I left the system on the whole the whole day, and I came back and and played it and beat it. And he was pissed off because he really just wanted me to stop playing it so that he could beat it. That's not no, that is not. Yeah, true. It is totally true. That is not true. It is totally true. That happened he later on. Would get so upset that I would beat a game before him because he would want to beat it before me. That wasn't true with the Nintendo. <laughs> oh, okay. It was true later on uh-huh. with like Resident uh-huh. Evil. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Certainly for Resident Evil Three, when I would play it behind your back. Yeah, because you're a dick. <laughs> and then I'd watch you play, <laughs> and then I watch you play, and you try to figure something out, and then I'd be like, "Well, did you try this?" And then you'd be like, "Did you play?" I told you not to play the game, and then you get upset and you turn it off. I'm just gonna say this: from this short period of this of this topic that we're talking about, yes. I'm actually glad that I'm the only <laughs> child. <laughs> That's how it should be. Yeah, this doesn't seem uh, this doesn't seem fun at all. I'm curious to see how this is going to carry over with my son now because I have two sons currently, <clears throat> and uh, the one has already started to play games. And I talked about this on the last podcast. I was playing the Dragon Ball Z game yep. that I got for Christmas that I basically had completely beaten. And he was sick, and he was playing it, and then he deleted my saved game and created his own. Unknowingly, he had no idea what he did. Right, but now I have to start all over and and completely beat it all over again. And uh, <clears throat> Chops also gave me a PS3 to use and got me Transformers Devastation. And so every single day, my son says, "Hey, can we go play your Transformers game? <laughs> Let's go play your Transformers game." Hey, look after dinner. Can we go play your Transformers game? <laughs> hey, hey, Daddy. Let's go play Transformers, Daddy. We should go play the Transformers game. You're like, Ash, it's like 6 in the morning. Daddy, let's go play yeah, Transformers. He, he probably wakes up and is just like, can we go play Transformers? That's, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, All day long. Yeah, good, I, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm. My goal is to foster in him what I did to you, and it's to to him to be really good at video games, and then get. I'm, and this is how it's going to work. I'm going to get you into a game, but then secretly plant Asher into that game so that when you go to play it, he's better than you already. I hate this idea. Because <laughs> it's, it's going to happen, it's I'm sure, at some point. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. me even trying, honestly, it's probably just going to happen. I can imagine this next generation of kids and gaming skills it. are going oh, yeah. to be crazy. The kid knows how to navigate YouTube. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, well, I don't not, even know how to navigate YouTube. It's not that hard. He doesn't know how to spell. <clears throat> but, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think... I think games are so much easier now than they used to be, though. True, absolutely. Well, yeah. I agree. So a game like, you know, I, I ordered um, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, 
And uh, I'm looking forward to getting that and playing it, but I don't think he's going to be able to play that game very well at well, all. Well, there's a yeah. different patience level with gamers these days uh, in regards to, like, beating a level, progressing through the game, and then having to, like, y- you never have to go back and redo those things when you die. Sure. You know, there's those autosave features. So, like, when those kids playing Mega Man video that we saw on YouTube, when they're like, wait, yeah. I have to start over? Or they're like, oh, this is just the first part of the game? But it's the same, you know, like, yes, there's that aspect, but then there's also the aspect that, uh, you know, you can hand a kid, a younger kid, a controller that has 16 buttons on it and they can operate it. Right. You know, like, I can't do, I can't give a controller to my parents and have them do that. No. You know, like, so there's there's the complexity of gaming nowadays. That's true. And, you know, so it's different, but at the same time, yeah, they've, they've dumbed it down where it's like every time you take a step, it autosaves, so that way you never have to worry about going back. But there are games out there like... Uh, Demon Souls or Dark Souls that remind me of older games with newer graphics. Right. So, but Mega Man's a great example. Like, I don't think, you know, that younger kids can pick that game up and just dominate it because they just don't, they don't grasp the concept of of that style of game, that generation of game. I don't even think they grasp the style of a platformer. Right. When exactly. was the last time a good platformer came out? Um, Honestly, my last like favorite. Nacho or, uh, no, that was, um, that's not. Guacamelee. Yeah, that's that's like a Castlevania style oh, okay. platformer. I would say Rayman Legends, which was a launch title for the for the newer newer systems. Mm-hmm. That was a but that again, was a good platformer, but not many people play Rayman. It's no, not, it's but not even so, that's that's a, a redo of or a, a sequel is. to an older. game. It is, yeah. Rayman's I mean, been around for there's a while. No, I mean, there's nothing that compares to the old platformers that used to be on Nintendo and even Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. Yeah, Shovel Knight. I would have to say Shovel Knight, but it's but it's legitimately designed to be well, sure, you know, to mock up right. the old. And ones. there might be some that we just don't know about. Axiom too. Verge. It's a Metroid yeah. game. <laughs> That's what it is. But uh, so yeah, it's nothing groundbreaking. No. But but anyway, so so our history of gaming is is a lot of fun, but then also just a lot of competition. And to be honest, eventually I just gave up and said, you just play. Yeah, You're, no, yeah. you're clearly better than I am. At, at one go, point, go to town. it became him and my father just watching me play games <laughs> so they could see how the game goes. And then, like, I think even think at one point my dad, while we were while I was playing Shadow of the Colossus, was like, "Yeah, oh, are you going to are you gonna play that game tonight? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? I kind of really want to see how it goes. <laughs> and so well, and, there, and there is that part of it where it's like, I've, I've watched games that oh, I didn't yeah. play that were fun to watch, you know? Um, but I I totally I, I understand where you guys are coming from in the sense that when I've had like some of my best friends back in the day, you know, like being being the only child, like everyone wanted to hang out at my house because mm-hmm. I had like you know I had the biggest TV and blah blah, blah all that crap. So we would all hang out and play games here. Well, like people, some of my friends would just spend the night four days in a row and just <laughs> we just game right, and during the summer and stuff. But we'd be playing like. Zelda is a great example. You'd be playing Ocarina of Time, and you're on two TVs right next to each other. Well, someone would get ahead, and instantly it would ruin the game for me. I'd be like, like turn the TV so I couldn't see their screen yeah. anymore because like the second they got a little bit ahead, then I knew what was coming up, and it bothered me. So I totally get the concept of you know Chops being a dickhole and you know yep. playing yep. the game behind your back type deal. But uh, and I'm still that way to this day. Like, uh, and so so are you guys. Like playing Fallout Four, you don't you wouldn't want to be by somebody that's doing something that you haven't done yet. No, I wouldn't. You know, it just it ruins it. It's part of, part of the obviously the excitement of the game. And and we and I did that to him uh, um, specifically Resident Evil Three. Yeah. 
That's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, tell Cause me. Because I, I stopped playing. Like, eventually. Or, or Metal Gear Solid was another one. Oh, yeah. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid was probably Metal Gear worse. Solid. That was the worst, actually. Because oh, you were so mad. I was so... I was, You're so I was mad. into that game when it came out. I mean... I was deep into that game, playing it. It <laughs> was like my, it was like my life. I stopped what I was, whatever I was doing, and I'd go play Metal Gear Solid. And at some point, I don't even know when you picked it up and started I playing. I don't either. You ended up with I don't know if it was your own memory card or what, but you started probably my own memory card. You started playing it, and I I get home from work or something one day, and you're playing it, and you're farther than I am. I was so mad. I was so <laughs> angry that I never finished the and game. You never finished and to it. this day. I, I still it. have not finished he, the game. He watched me beat it. I think I eventually watched. Yeah, I eventually started watching you play it, and then I think I you saw helped you, me out a few times. Yeah, I saw you beat it at the end. Yeah, like you saw me do like the sniper wolf and the psycho mana stuff and the psycho mana stuff. Yeah, I saw and and so like yeah, I, I beat it. Of course. Yeah, you beat it. But uh, you did. Yes. Same thing with Resident Evil Three. I uh, that would have been me with uh, with my buddy Scott, and I never finished. To this day, I've never finished it, and I own multiple versions of it. Wind Waker. Oh, uh, we played on the GameCube TVs next to each other, and and we we you know made this pack that we were going to play together type deal, and then I went to bed one night, and he stayed the night and didn't go to sleep at all. I woke up the next day and he's way ahead of me and I was pissed and I just stopped playing the game and I've never never finished Wind Waker. I never liked that game. I not not one of my favorite Zelda's, but again, I was into it. You know, when you had the GameCube, yeah. guess what? You didn't have yeah, a whole lot really to whole play on it. So um, until Master's yeah. Quest came out, and you could play Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time over again. Yeah. I would, I that was before though. Yeah, I would already had that. Yeah. So was I, I already oh, yeah. I had already oh. played that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed Wind Waker grew on me as I played. Like when I first played, I didn't I hated it. Like you said, like it was it was too weird well, the art of a style change. And... But like as I didn't play it, uh, the more I, it grew on me. As far as like, well, you know, it is a really unique art style, really different type of uh, Zelda game with different gameplay features and stuff that I never really fully explored and never really I never beat it either. Um, but it. Now that I look back on it, I'm kind of interested in... I would probably pick it up, but I don't know if I beat it. Yeah, that's not one I would play. I would ever play again. And Majora's Mask is another one I would never play again. Uh, I, see, once you I beat never, it once, though, it's so good. See, I never played Majora's Mask until they re-released it on the 3DS. Yeah. And I played it, and I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't like it oh, at all. I love that. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Ocarina of Time. Yep. And, you know, and I think my... And obviously... Uh, a link to the past. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, but I really like Twilight Princess too. Twilight, Twilight Princess, I started playing, and I didn't have the retro controller. Okay, so I had to do it all manual, like the normal Wii. Well, see, I played it on the GameCube because it came out on both right at the end. Oh, see, I had it on. I yeah. had it on the Wii. Yeah, we yeah. had it for the Wii. The and Wii. I I tried playing it on the Wii, and I was like, no. So. Yeah, it was too. It was too weird. And I I picked it up again last year and tried to play it again on the Wii. I just. It's too much. I can't. Yeah. I can't I was move my to... hands, and it's just. It's yeah. not the right kind of. Exp- it's not the right game for that type of experience. I was able to beat it on the Wii, but it was not as enjoyable as yeah. it would have been with the controller. That's why I'm excited for next next month. We actually get it uh, re release of it HD. Yeah. On the Wii U, so and you'll be back on a normal controller finally. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if they release it on the 3DS, I'd be all about playing <laughs> it. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. They could probably release it on the 3DS. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but we're off topic oh, here yeah. a little bit, so. I would say uh, so. So again, 
Gamer first was LPJ. Yes. Yep. Then you you grew into it and kind of took it over. Yes. And he became that the person that enjoyed watching and helping you. Yeah, a lot of the memories I have were like playing Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, where it was a game that he had played, or I was just getting into, and I, or well, it might have been played, we were both I played through it and I beat it. Yeah, and I was trying to figure it out, and he would help me, like, oh well, you know, think about it this way, and then I would think about it and I'd go do it, or he'd tell me how to do it, you know, if I couldn't figure it out. And wait, wait, which and game is this? Link's Awakening. Link's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I, I picked up again recently, and I'm playing through it right I now. I love that game. It's so it's it's so it's so much like the other ones, but it is very weird in the story. Just the idea of this giant whale fish or whatever it's called. Yeah, the whale fish. Uh, he the helped me a fish. lot on on that game, and and that was probably honestly that might have been though the last point at which he started really helping me on games was the Zelda games. Um, I, I don't remember any other really ones. Like I played a lot of Knights of the Old Republic, and I know you enjoyed watching that, but yeah. there wasn't you didn't you had no frame of reference for that game, so there wasn't really a lot of like helping me with that. I never it, see. I never got into large. I, that, I guess you'd call that open world. I mean, it was on rails, yeah, but it was it's a sandbox. World. But it but it is bigger. It's an MMO style game. Yeah, I never had there were MMOs. Like well, it was a single like player though. Yeah, was it single player? Yeah, yeah it was single player. Yeah, it wasn't MMO. Yeah, it was more like it was more like it was more like RPG. Yeah, yeah, it was it, and it was limited open world. Yeah, exactly. But um, <clears throat> but that was fun to watch, especially because I had just gotten that giant TV at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant we TV. set that up. We had a huge. I had a about a fifty-five inch TV that I stuck. And it was old, like digital projection, so it was huge, physically, physically gigantic. And I stuck it in, the <laughs> and I called my dad, and I'm like, "Hey, dad, I'm going to buy this big TV." He's like, "No, we don't have any room for it." I said, oh, okay. And then I bought it anyway <laughs> and brought it home while he was at work, and I set it up. And then he was like, well, I guess we can keep it because <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. And then Chops hooked his Xbox to it and started playing Knights of the Old Republic. And actually, no, before that, we had hooked up um, when you were playing, um, what's it called? We were just talking about it. Um, 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 Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, that's when we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. with that. Game. So, like, I played that. I played, I played Shadow of the Colossus, Knights of the Old Republic on it. Uh, we hooked up Prince of Persia. I played Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia on was there. really good. When the Sands of Time, the the, yeah. the one, yeah. for the, or not Sands of Time, so Warrior Within. Yeah, yep. that was really and, um, really good. Game. God of War. You God of War. You played a lot. Um, but yeah, at some point, it, he, he just kind of gave up on video games. Right, but I let's, couldn't do it. I just didn't have a brain for it anymore yeah. for some reason. Let's jump back a little bit and make a point though that. Though you both were gamers and and a transition, and this is weird. I, I'd say you two are weird because from the the brothers that I hung out with, right? It, you know, the guy, the kid that was my age would always tell me about his older brother had this game, blah blah blah. And we'd go over to their house and we'd watch the older brother play because he didn't want the kids, to, you know, he didn't want his little brother to touch it. You know, that was the tr- that was what I usually saw as yeah. far as the style. You actually kind of took over and he kind of started to help you, but at the same time, your your dad even was into helping you guys. Like, didn't he do something with, like, a Zelda map? Like, he, like, built you a, built a map for you? It was for me. Actually, initially, when we first got... When I got the first Nintendo back in, like, 87, 88, The Legend of Zelda was one of the first three games we ever got. And my dad actually started... I, you know, I had a pretty good grasp of the game, and I would play it, but he really... He was old enough to really understand exactly what the game was about, and he would play it, and he took that half map that they gave you in the uh, 
in the box, and he actually started filling in like the rest of the map as he explored it. And then he would make his own on notebook paper, his own dungeon maps, <laughs> and like that's map awesome. out what was where. And um, and that's what I used actually to beat the first couple levels is is just his maps, uh, and that's kind of like, you know. That got me into helping Matt, uh, helping Chops out with all the stuff that he wanted to do. Yeah, see, that's super cool. So, and then, you know, moving forward, um, it's interesting to see that you became the gamer, and, mm-hmm. and, and, but here, but then years pass, and because of your gaming, and then friends that you, you've acquainted, like me and stuff, you brought LPJ back into gaming, along with obviously him having, you know, a son that, is getting to that age. Mm-hmm. That definitely helps. Right. But it's interesting to see that he's following, he's going, he's play, coming back to games. He's playing newer games, but he's also going living, going back and reliving the, uh, you know, the, the retro games. Right. I mean, and I think a big part of it is that we're such a, a large age group apart that, you know, he, he, uh, he kind of became, how do I phrase this? When you're, when you're closer in age to your, your siblings, you're kind of, near the same growth as far as like mental like maturity since he's eight years older than me he kind of grew out of the childish or kind of became more of that young adult and looked at me and kind of you know looks at like oh i can help him out you know i could be a good older brother not like childish competitions and things like that i think a lot of what got you into gaming was pokemon oh well yeah I think that's Hugely. what really drove Hugely. you. And Pokemon was never my thing. I no. never. I you was too old. old. Yeah, you were old enough. I was yeah. too old for Pokemon at yeah. that point. I'm sim. I'm in that similar boat where I I played. I tr- I wanted to know what it was all about because it was so big, but I just like I never played the card game. I never you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it just I didn't understand it. Now I enjoy Pokemon. Like I've played it and it's fun for what it is. But um, back in the day, yeah, I was a little too old for it. The uh, interesting thing though that. What you're saying about the age gap mm-hmm. for you guys is that technically, when you got to gaming, the whole NES cycle was kind of done. Yeah, you know, he yeah. had he already he had already moved on. Mm-hmm. So your NES experience technically was after the Genesis. Yeah, pretty much for the, the that I can remember. Yeah, like really playing. Well, it was you got, did you get rid of the NES? Because you said you got another. There's actually multiple <laughs> phases of. All right, so what had, we got an NES, and then Genesis came out, and my friend had it, and I really wanted a Genesis. So I who, sold who my yeah. So I sold my Nintendo and all of my games. Yep. And used that money to buy a Genesis. Now, where did you sell it? I'm just curious. I sold it to a friend. You did. Okay. I, I, it was actually the first time. The first time I sold it to um, it was actually someone my sister's age, one okay. of her friends. Okay. And so they bought everything I had, okay. and it stinks because. Now I really wish I would have kept one. all of it because I all had. Do. We all do. You know, I had an original Gold Zelda. Yep. I had an original release of like Mega Man Three. I had yep. all the Ninja Gaiden games. You know. Yeah. I really wish I would have kept all that stuff. I totally feel you there. <laughs> but I used all that money to buy buy a Genesis, and then I really got into Genesis and playing Genesis. And um, I would say we got. When did we get a PS One? It was later on. It wasn't right away. PlayStation when the PS1. One. I don't remember getting it right away. Yeah, it was later. Same on. thing with the Xbox and the PlayStation Two. I always got them later. Yeah, I think we got it in like, I think we got a. I want to say like ninety seven or ninety six is when so we actually like got a PS One. Almost two years into yeah, the cycle. Two years into the cycle, and that's when you really started getting in the game. Right. 
And you, you know, because we would play, we had bought another Nintendo well, since then well, too. Well, there's a huge reason why I got really into it was because of where this guy worked. He worked at a video store, sure, where he could just rent the games for free. Yep. But not only did he rent the games for free, he had a hookup where he knew a guy that mod chipped our PlayStation so that it could play copied games. So he'd go to work with a DVD case of just like a hundred and or three hundred slots, fill it up with games. Bring it home, copy them, take them back to work, and then just fill them up again and again and again and again. Yeah. Well, I would rent. I would rent like seven or eight games at a time, and you know, I was in, I was in college at the time, so I didn't really do anything, other than sit around and study or, you know, play games or, mess with my computer, and uh, yeah. So I had plenty of time to to just figure out how to get all these games copied. Um, and uh, yeah, I knew a guy that chipped it. Chipped, I, we still have that chip. Oh yeah, it still works. Chip PlayStation One, and uh, yeah, and he, I would just bring games home and like, here, try this. Here, try yeah, this. Yeah, I just play whatever is in there. Yeah, Army Men, uh, the Army Men game, or the little legitimately Army Men. Uh, uh, oh, I remember that. Tobal, Tobal number one or whatever. What was that fighting game? Tobal number, number one. Yeah, yep. he had Japanese games that he I play. That's when I played for the first time Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. Oh, that game was Loved great. Loved that game. And then he, and then eventually, when the store closed, I got the the manual to it. But it was like people were drawing like penises in it. And like, oh, yeah, yeah somebody, like, was, somebody was writing really like all sorts of like, racial slurs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they couldn't gotta keep love, it on the shelf. Gotta love video stores and oh, yeah. the, all the great things that come from there. Do we still have that too? I still have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so yeah, PlayStation One was where I really got into it. But I, I do want to go back real quick and say that yeah. So he got he sold Nintendo to get the Sega. Got the Sega. After a while, bought another Nintendo because my sister wanted to play it. Yep. Then uh, I got a 32X eventually. Then she and tra- Sega CD and a Sega CD. And then she traded in her Nintendo and all her games to Funko Land. And then I know that's where you were you were asking. Oh well, see, yeah, I didn't I didn't sell my stuff to friends because most of my friend. What would happen is I'd usually see the new system at my friend's house and be like, Oh my god, I need a Genesis. Yeah. You know, like Sock the Hedgehog is the coolest thing ever. Yep. And so yeah, Funkolan was my. Uh, they were the ones. The drug were, dealer. Yeah, they ripped me off. Oh yeah. So they took my you know Dragon Warrior Seven, that uh, to this day I wish I had, and um, you know all my Nintendo. And then when Genesis was done, they took all my Genesis. And uh, yeah, that was Funkolan was such a rip off. Yeah. Yeah. I did printed magazine with what the game's worth. Yeah. And then update you, weekly or whatever. Oh jeez. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I totally understand the whole. I mean. The funny thing is my dad was always like, you know, hold on to your thing. Like, take care of your stuff and hold on to it. Because he had, like, toys stashed away mm-hmm. that I would always see. I'm like, whoa, what's that? He's like, that was a toy when I was a kid. You need to, you know, take care of your stuff. And then I'd go, like, hawk it all yeah, off, right. you know? Like, he gave me this, like, Darth Vader um, case that inside of it had all original Star Wars oh, uh, wow. figures I in it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what case is? yeah, I had it. And I took it to the street over to a buddy that had a bunch of X-Men figures. And I was a huge X-Men fan. And he traded me all the X-Men figures for that. And I, and I remember coming home, my dad was so pissed. And I didn't understand. I was like, well, I got all new figures that are like, they're X-Men. And I like X-Men more. Like, yeah. you know, and now I see that case, like just the case. I see it in like some of these comic book stores. I was like, fuck my life. You know, like yep. I look at the price tags of these things. I'm like, mm-hmm. God, I had that. I had that. I had like, it's so bad. And uh, yeah, so same thing with the games, you know. He's like, you should hold on to your stuff and just save your money to buy the next thing, and then that way you have both. And I was yep. like, no, screw that. I can I can speed up the process by doing it this way. That's the boat I'm in right now with Bad my son. Is he doesn't know he doesn't know that I have, 
you know, a closet full <laughs> yeah. of comic books and Transformers. He yeah. has no idea. Yep. And, and I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I yes, you do. I've seen insane amount of stuff. I've seen a good ch- amount of it for yeah. sure. So I'm um, I'm excited to show him that stuff, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't think he's ready yet. Yeah, I, I would say probably not right at the moment. Yep. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. And we're gonna move on, but. This has been a good segment, a fun segment that I think, me personally, makes me realize how how influential your brother was to gaming. Very influential. You know, think of think of your PS One era, which I would say is the the peak of your gaming, like yeah. where it really blew up. And if if he didn't have that ability for the copy games and do what he did, I wouldn't be playing as many as I did. I wouldn't would, be yeah, into it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's you know again, this was the whole point, just to talk about that and see what would you know see what we'd come out of it, and that's cool to see to see uh, how much. Even your dad, to him, to you, and now his son, mm-hmm. and how you know it's, it's fun. To or see. even you getting me back in the game. Yeah, right. and then, yeah. yeah, and then that's the weird part. Yeah, you bringing over like I, uh, we talked about this, where you've you've brought over systems to his house. Yeah, yeah, and and basically said, here, start playing this. You know, so uh, I don't have I don't have a brother to do that to, but I do that to our producer most of the time, yes. where I go, hey. Uh, I got a PS4. Here's the PS3 and all my games. Enjoy. Yeah. You know, like I've done that a couple times with him through the generations, and just to keep him, you know, being able to play more recent gaming. Mm-hmm. But he's also a retro fan, and he plays a lot of the old stuff too. So, um, cool guys. You can always chime in if you go to uh, bx8b.com or thelegendofretro.com. You can uh, right right in the podcast page there. You can leave comments. Maybe you can talk about your your situation with your your family members or whatever, and some cool fun stories. Um, but thank you, in house producer Jazzy, handing me shit. Okay, so chime in. Let us know. BXAP.com, legendofretro.com, and of course you can find us on social media everywhere at BXAP Gaming. So that was our topic. Family, generational, gaming, love it. I'm glad that I ruined m- many good games for him. I know, I know you hold that. I know you hold that high. It makes me feel great. I've heard these stories before. So, all right. Well, we get to you know what's. But f- here, you guys, you guys get to share something on an even level here. Okay. And that is retro relapse. Oh. Yeah, retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for retro relapse here on Bit by Eight Bit. Retro Relapse. So, Retro Relapse is where we pick a game before we start the show. Uh, we all get to play the game. We study up on the, you know, what, how did this game do back when it came out? All, all sorts of, all sorts of fun facts. But uh, this week we picked. Well, sorry. Let me let me back it up. This week we let LPJ pick a game, and the reason why I picked this game it was it was one of those original games that I sold, but I wish I still had. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, and that is for the NES Pro Wrestling. I love that game. Yeah. So um, we're gonna go into a little bit about our our experience today with this game. Then we'll go over some fun facts about this game as far as uh, who, who made it when it came out, how, how did it, you know, how did the critics, what did the critics think about it? Things like that. But uh, first we're going to start, we, we put the, put the game in, we flip it on and LPJ and I start our first match. You know, it's, it's a fun game. It's again, it's an NES game, wrestling game, two buttons and, and you're trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. But what we notice all of a sudden is there's a crowd 
and people all of a sudden, people's faces are in in the like arena. In they're the in, ring. they're, they're the in the ring. And we're like, and so of course, <laughs> other people are like, why are there people in the ring? And I'm like, um, I don't know. And as we're fighting, more and more glitches start happening. And we're playing on an original top loader NES. We're not playing. We're not emulating this. It's right. it's a legit you know game, and it's just getting all wacky. T- and he's killing me. Okay, LPJ is just mopping me up because I don't know what I'm doing at this point. You can barely and I'm, see and I'm each going full pinball wizard on this thing. Yeah, and, and it's all coming back to me out of nowhere. Yeah. and I'm learning. I'm remembering moves. Yeah, and before I know it, we're getting to this point where like when he knocked me down and go to pin me, we couldn't see each other because we were covered by the faces of the crowd in the ring. Right. So I get up and he's got to maybe knock me down one more time and I'm about to lose. And everything just kind of goes, and just stops. <laughs> and everyone's like, "What's ha- what happened? I'm like, well, <sighs> it's a draw. That's what happened. It's a draw. That was a close match, everybody. The oh, game the game finally broke. I had it won. Yeah. I had it won three times over. You did. It was bad. And, but the it glitched out from so many artifacts and just... Yeah, so many faces yeah. showing up. And yeah, the, the, game, the system couldn't handle anymore locked us up. So we cleaned the cartridge, you know, doing, doing our own little... Te- uh, Trying true blow blow job on, on the cartridge, and, blow job. Yeah, blow job on the cartridge, and then um, got it working properly for the future matches, which uh, we got a bunch of video of, and you guys can check it out on our Instagram page, Facebook page. It'll be uh, it'll be posted up there. But uh, game was fun, you know, for two buttons and a D pad. The things that you could do with this, uh, you know, with this game was surprising. Like when when. Now, it wasn't the things that I could do, because I couldn't figure out anything. I, know, I, just I don't fell. know if anybody could do anything other yeah. than my brother. I fell down a lot. No, <laughs> I, no, Jazzy did it. Jazzy, Jazzy held his own. Jazzy yes. was, there's two buttons, and it's like... Yeah, but he's like climbing. How to do he's anything. climbing the ropes. He's he leaving. He he's leaving the. Ro- he's leaving the ring, and and you know, fly kicking, flying. Actually, let's, let's start it this way. He's bouncing off the ropes, and I was like, yeah. "Fuck! How did he do that?" And I was like, "It's probably just push put like forward, forward, back, back." And of course, it yeah, was. It was yep. So I started doing that, but of course, I couldn't hit him, so it didn't matter. But uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm getting suplexed. I'm getting. I'm like, "What? The- There's two buttons. How's he doing all this?" And I'm like punching. All of a sudden, he grabs me. Now we're now we're like in a hole, like a lock. And I'm like, "Okay." And then all of a sudden, I'm upside down and on the ground again. I'm yep, like, "Nice Jeez. brain buster." Yeah. So, uh, pretty cool. Uh, what you could do with this game, considering the basic controller that you're playing. And with. it's got it's got a weird hitbox though, like each player. <laughs> so, like, Super yeah, like, you, weird. You can stand like you can stand face to face right next to each other and, and not miss. hit them. Yeah. But you have to, and, and if you're if you have to back up to just outside of like your fist length, and then you actually hit the guy in the face. Yeah, I've noticed that when I first when we first started playing, I'm like I'm punching through his head right now. Yeah, What's yeah, going yeah. on? And but he's knocking me down every time. And then finally, I realized that he was like further away than I was. So then I started to adjust, and I was able to knock him down a couple times. Yeah. But yeah, uh, hitbox, hit, hitbox detection was a little rough. Hitbox is rough, and their character selection though was prime. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't get any better the than this. Best character selection ever. Starman. Well, the, the Panther the, was uh, uh, Giant Panther. Giant Panther. Panther yeah. King Slender. Yep. King, what was the Amazon guy? It was just the uh, Amazon. Uh, I think it was yeah, just, I think the, just Amazon. the Amazon, and then yeah. it was like. Uh, something corn Karn was it? Oh, Kin Corn Karn. King Corn Karn. He, he was, was like obviously uh, like an Asian guy. Yeah, it was so stereotypical. Oh man, <laughs> my favorite was oh, the Amazon geez. because I just kept biting your head. You did. You had a move that was called <laughs> Piranha Bite, and you just bit me. 
He would look like a. T- he looked like Moss Man. From he did, like, well, he it looked like crazy. the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. It just it did not look right. And then I was playing as King Slender, which I just kept calling Penis because it's just a, a, a funny name for a penis. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh. And then at one point, Jazzy and LPJ fought against each other, and I think J LPJ was yep. um. What was it? Giant Panther. Giant Panther. Oh, Giant Panther. It was just a really, really tan Ric Flair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. The characters are, are a blast. Starman um, looks Star- like a Power Ranger. Yeah, Starman looks like a Power a Ranger. Pink Power Ranger. So, with getting into the characters, oh, let's, let's let's hit a few facts about this game. Okay. Uh, so, the game was released in um, Japan in '86. Came to uh, U.S. in '87. March of '87 is when this game came out um, for the NES. Um, and it was a Nintendo branded game. It was, you know, not like a Capcom. You know, not third party. So, but the uh, the game, <laughs> it's uh, it's a Nintendo Entertainment System game as well as a family computer disc system. So Famicom, mm-hmm. um, and it was a one or two player game. The third wrestling game on the Nintendo Entertainment System as after uh, Muscle, but it was. M U S C L E with all pure, like that was based on muscle or based on these little tiny toys yes. called muscle men. Yep, I remember those. I had a ton of those. Yep, muscle and then uh, and then a game that we've played in streaming with producer Ethan Tag Team Wrestling came out before oh, okay. this. And and Tag Team Wrestling was was very rough. So um the the gameplay about this game actually was what Kind of made it uh, popular back in the day. So the the one thing that I will say is there there are there's a single player and then we played two player. But the single player actually has like a like where you go through the ranks. Yeah, there's a story mode. There's a like story a ranking, mode. Yep. Yeah, and you go through the video wrestling association, <laughs> the VWA uh, championship. Um, so yeah, uh, if the player has selected uh, King Slender for play, he'll face uh, Giant Panther for the championship. Like it was, it was rated where like if whoever you were, there was a select guy, like that, a rival, a rival yeah. that you were mm-hmm. going to fight for the championship. Um, but the and then the two players is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. You pick player, you pick players, and you fight. But um, the development is pretty interesting about this game. It, it was uh, made by a uh, last name's Mas- uh, Masuda. And he was the sole programmer. There's only one one programmer? guy programmed this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Mas- it makes sense. They all did the same thing. Yeah. It was it was Masato Masuda uh, thought up the game system and was the sole programmer at the time. Masuda was working for Try T R Y. I don't recognize that. Which later became Human, and and then he later worked on Fire Pro Wrestling series. Um, so, but. Uh, <laughs> The, 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 this is something that it was probably very true back in the day, but the reception to this game was was very positive. And uh, Computer Gaming World named this game the best sports game of 1988 for <laughs> Nintendo, stating <laughs> stating that it offered realistic graphics, nonstop action, and realistic wrestling moves. <laughs> now I will say the moves were legit. Like oh, yeah. when there, that, was yeah. power, there was power clothesline, power bombs, or. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, when slams, um, um, head biting, head biting. Yep. Yeah. Van, Vander Holyfield moves. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Before he was doing that. It yeah. Was Mike Tyson, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, was the one who hit his ear, wasn't he? He was the one that got bit. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Computer Gaming World uh, concluded that pro wrestling was the only wrestling game that really understands what it uh, was simulating. At the time. <laughs> At the time, again, yeah. 
Uh, game Informer named this the 79th best game ever made back in 2001. <laughs> the staff considered it a trailblazer and praised its soundtrack. The soundtrack oh, was good. It was great. For eight, yeah, was good. it was a great 8-bit soundtrack. Um, when we first fired it up, the the intro music was fantastic, and you can you guys can check that out on Instagram. Uh, but and then um, uh, Famitsu reported that pro wrestling was the number one video game in the United States for about two months. <laughs> so it even yeah, it, it was even, a great game. Yeah. So those are some fun some fun facts about this game that uh, I thought it was cool. One guy programmed it. You know, and again, I mean, the games what we play now compared to then, like right. there's not much there's programming. Not as, yeah. But back then, it still took a lot. But I mean, that means he probably that. did all the music too. Then, right? Yeah, I mean, he he, he was he, he created the whole concept and then implemented it. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's, crazy. that's pretty crazy. Yeah, so especially considering it's uh, thought to be the best wrestling game on the NES. Right. Yep. So there you have it, pro wrestling for the NES. We liked it. Everyone else liked it back in the day. You should probably like it too. Um, you can check it out. I, it's not a super expensive game. I think I picked it up for maybe eight bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's worth it. Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. You know, like I said, developed by Nintendo. Um, Surprisingly, has a lot of good replay value too. Well, yeah, there's different enough characters, and mm-hmm. they do different enough moves. Yeah, that and that's fun. what's nice is it's surprisingly each character has its own move set. Yeah. The one thing I noticed, though, and, and I get it because it's an NES game, but the one thing I noticed is that it's a three-count out, and I'm so used to ten-count, you know, type thing. Oh, but, r- wrestling's But wrestling's count. been three, yeah. So that's where I, like, I was, like, confused at first, and then I'm like, wait a minute, this is wrestling, like, not boxing or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, but, um... So, what um, would... Yeah, we gotta go to the 8-bit scale. Yeah, yeah. We gotta rate this bad boy. Rate this bitch. On a sports game... That's right. It's a sport. Okay. On a sports game for the NES, the, the mechanics work great. Um, what you can do with this game with such a simple controller, I would give it on an 8-bit scale, just 7 bits. That's my rating. What about you? I'd give it a 6 just because I couldn't figure out how to fucking do shit with it. Yeah, like, the- like At one point, Heath, LBJ threw me out of the ring. I couldn't get back in. And then he's like, "Well, maybe you got to go to the front of the ring." And he goes and he fall and he walks out the front of the ring, and then it's a draw because we're both out of the ring for too long. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot just, my favorite thing so about like, this game. Oh shit! I forgot my favorite thing about this game, and that's when you win. Oh yeah, yeah. The, it, you, winner is you. Winner uh-huh. is you. That's what it's. <laughs> the first time it happened, you everybody was like, you know, yelling at each other because it was they were having fun. And I saw it, and everyone else missed it. And I was like, I swear to God, that just said winner is you. <laughs> so then when Jazzy and LPJ fought, like, I purposely, like, filmed it on my phone. And, yeah, sure enough, when you win the match, it just says, winner is you. And your character's <laughs> sitting there with your arms up, and then it just re- goes back to the main the main screen. Oh, <laughs> I'm <man>. like, yes. <laughs> it do- Doesn't it show your character, though? It does, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, that, that I, I was laughing pretty hard for that. I, I enjoyed that. Just reminded me of uh, what game? What game do they always make fun of? Where it's like all your base, belong all your to base us. belong to us. us. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So or you are dead. Yeah, are yeah, dead. yeah. So, but um, yeah, I would rate it pretty well too. Yeah, where um, do you put it? I would say I'm gonna put it an eight. Well, you gotta give it a perfect wow. score. I'll give it a perfect score. The reason why I am is when we pick up that game, you guys were kind of hesitant. But as soon as you started playing it, you guys had fun. The, oh, yeah. the fun factor is definitely there. Instantly had fun. Absolutely. And it's an old game. It doesn't look great compared to you know newer stuff. But the fun factor is there. 
and it's diverse enough, even being an 8-bit game and one of the one of the really original Nintendo games, um, that it doesn't there's no no real loss in enjoyment in it. Yeah. Like even with the poor graphics and you know the cheesy sound and the limited characters, it's still super fun to play. I'm gonna give it an eight. All right, there you go. We got LPJ at eight, myself at uh, seven, and Chops at a six. So solid game, not expensive. Pick it up, add it, add it to your collection. You you won't be disappointed. So all right, that's retro relapse, guys. So every week we pick a game, we play it, we talk about our gameplay, we talk about some facts about it. But you can pick the game too. All you have to do is email us at info at bxap.com with what game we should play. It's got to be a retro game, and the cutoff is the GameCube, Xbox One, PS2. And everything from there older counts. If we have it in the collection, we'll gladly play it, give you a shout-out that it was your pick. If we don't, and as long as it's not some $800 video game, we're going to go try to add it to the collection so that we can still play it for you. So send those into the email, or you can hit us up at bxap.com. Go to the podcast page and just leave them in the comments in the episodes. So, cool. Well, thanks, LPJ. You picked a good one. Usually uh, your brother doesn't, so... Yeah, it's because he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. that's true. Yeah, he likes to play bad games, and he gets, he, gets, mm-hmm. he gets off on that. If it's not Pokemon, he doesn't... Yeah, yeah he doesn't know anything. Gotta catch them all. I've gotta catch them all. I gotta, guys, I gotta leave. I gotta catch them all. But, uh, all right, good, great. So we're going to move on. Uh, the next, Our next area is emails, where we answer your questions. It's emails. You send your questions Ugh. to the same area, guys, which is info at bxap.com. In the subject, just put retro question, and we'll make sure it gets to this show. But um, we're going to move to the emails here, and here they are. Email, e- emails. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but okay. All right, cool. Thanks okay. for that. <laughs> it was like yeah. the, it was like the Ewoks theme. Remember that? No. Ewoks. Oh God! Can we not? E-mails. Can we not bring that up? Emails. All right. Now you just sound like Mr. Ed. Emails. Emails. And our first email is from Emails. L. Our first email is from L. Shut up. All right. L wants to know what can you tell me about the adventures of Lolo. Looked like a cool game, but I don't usually hang with such creatures, so I wanted to know what BX8B thought about it. Thanks, Pokiel. So I wish we would have looked at that email earlier. Don't worry. I, I did. No. Oh, you did? I oh, did. Thanks for telling us. I didn't want to I didn't want you to be part of this, okay? I remember the game existed <laughs> I and I remember thinking this looks weird. Yeah, and it's actually very interesting. I, of Lolo. Yeah. Isn't that based off of like a cartoon no, strip? No. Yeah, you're all no. wrong, so just stop. Adventures of Lolo. Okay? By uh, Hail America. Hail. Hail America. Put your arm down. Hail America. Like that? No. Yeah. Actually, Hail Laboratories, but they but branded as Hail America Hail when it came America. to us. Um, so, it was for the NES, and it came out uh, in 1989. Uh, Adventures of Lolo is a puzzle game released in 1989 by Hail Corporation for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's based on Japanese Eggerland. That's right. Egg-er-land. Video game series. It was available on the Wii and the Wii U Virtual Console in North America as well. Uh, Adventure of Lolo begins with Lala. That's right, not Lolo, but Lala being captured by the villain King Egger, uh, requiring Lolo to go to Egger's castle to rescue her. So, the development is uh, is pretty is 
interesting because Hale, we, we all know Hale from Kirby, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. But um, this game was, well, how do I, how do I put it? They, Hale didn't expect this game to be any good. It's pretty much how it's pretty much how it's written. Um, Adventures of Lolo has received positive reception from critics and fans alike. Lolo's success was surprising to its developer. Um, game set watches Todd uh, Kylek called the leader of the block shoving movement, garnering an occult following, um, and he called it one of Iowata's successes because Iowata used to be part of Hale. Corporation. So this right. is interesting that Iowata had a hand on this. Yeah, it's one of his um, early games. Yeah, describing it as something that was all about fun, appeal, and simplicity over an abundance of bells and whistles. So Toronto Star listed it as one of their recommended NES games for children. And then Eurogamer uh, praised it for not being yet another cutesy platformer, calling it a diverting casual game. But... Um, the another interesting fact about this game, and then we and just so that L can fully understand it, because L is a huge Kirby fan, so it's interesting that she kind of came across this and then thought it looked cool because these characters Lolo and Lala, which in future games outside of their own, oh, are they? The it's t- called Lolo Lo and La La La. Aha! I'm, okay, they looked familiar and were in Kirby's Dreamland. Yep. And Kirby's Superstar and Kirby's Avalanche. As uh, antagonistic in an in an antagonistic role, yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, they play uh, protagonists and they've appeared in in the and like I said, they they're referred to just extended names as Low 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 and La La La. So that's pretty cool um, because I don't know if she knew that, and she's and that's Maybe like one not. of her favorite series next to Pokemon. So there you go. I think for L, this would you know if you did see this in the store, it would be worth picking up because uh, these characters have some ha- exist in another universe that you love. Yeah, I believe it's actually also available on the DS Virtual Console as well. It is now, yep. as in January of this of 2015. Sorry, yep. 16, 2015. Oh, so okay. it's been out for a little bit, but but more recent did it hit 3DS than the last year. Yeah, but it is also available on Wii Virtual and uh, and Wii U Virtual. So you can get it and you can get it cheap. Yep. So. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Thanks for uh, for the question, Pokiel. Hopefully, Thanks, hopefully we answered and gave you enough information on the adventures of Lolo. All right. Uh, next up, we have Button Masher Caleb, and he has with all the changes that video games have gone through over the years. What is your favorite era in video games? I love the way retro games brought people together in the same room. I also love the advancement in technology that has ushered in more detailed, ambitious storytelling games. Uh, this is a personal pref- uh, preference question, so no wrong answer. I would have to say my favorite era would be the N64 PS1 era of 95 to 2000 for the games and the fact as a teenager I was able to play a lot more <laughs> that, uh, than any other time. Game on. Um, yeah, I, that's a, I mean, it's a great time, obviously. But, I mean, me personally, it's, it's a Dreamcast, so it's a little... It's... <laughs> it's still technically in that 2000 zone, but it's just later and rolls over to, I think, like, 02, 03, when the Dreamcast finally died out all the way. But um, I really like the Dreamcast era. And and the reason why would just be it still had four ports and it still had great same room gaming like Power Stone and stuff like that. Uh, or for us, like, the Spawn fighting game that was like Power Stone with a Spawn skin. But uh, then it had Fantasy Star Online. 
and it had on the your first like taste of online like the Sega Saturn could go online but this was like your first taste of like gaming online with people you didn't know um <laughs> still dial up so tying up your phone lines and uh, I loved I mean that's one of my favorite things of all time so that's why Dreamcast always holds a special place for me what about you LBJ mine's tricky because Mine more revolves around, not necessarily the games itself, but, like, how I was feeling at the time and who I was playing with game-wise. So, like, the Nintendo era, the you know, the first time I had a Nintendo was big because it was kind of the first time games really were really big. I mean, Atari was big, but Nintendo, when it first came out, got huge. And I was right at the right age to really latch onto it, and my friends were too. So we would sit and we would just have game parties. But then later on, when games like um, games the same era uh, BMC was talking about, um, like GoldenEye, you know, the NWO versus uh, uh, WCW games, oh, yeah. that brought in a, a different level because we could all play at the same time against each other. It brought a much larger competition. So I would put maybe those two eras at the same level okay just because of my ability to enjoy them differently so like, it was like our it was like our wrestling match it was a draw it was a draw yeah it was a draw except um you lost <laughs> ours was an actual draw <laughs> yeah yours was we, ours we was an actual draw <laughs> because we both couldn't get back in right what about you I'm assuming it's the PS1 era yeah it yeah. is a PS1 just because the stories of the games that were being made then for Final Fantasy, Metal Gear, the, those games really drew me in Legend of Dragoon, and I, I got absorbed with it, and I love the story of them, and I love being able to play these huge games. These games where, like, you know, you'd play for hours and hours and hours, and you still wouldn't get everything for them. And that's, and that's what really got me thirsty and hungry for games. Absolutely. So, well, there you have it. Thanks, uh... But Masher Caleb for the Thanks, question. Masher. Next up, we have uh, Scott, and Scott wants to ask: PlayStation has their essential sale going on right now, um, and it has him wondering what games are on our list uh, that that are, cannot be missed. Games. It can be whatever platform you want from any time. By the way, Chops Final Fantasy Tactics is in that sale. I know I talked about it when you guys had me on the show way back when. Now's the perfect time to pick it up for the Vita. Game on, Scott. And Ooh. congratulations on the partnership. So, oh, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, this is this is a retro question, so people didn't hear about this, but BX8B got uh, accepted. We're partnered with YouTube now. So a lot of our a lot of our streaming and everything is, is partnered with YouTube, and we're going to be able to grow more with YouTube uh, moving forward. So we're really excited about that, and thanks, thanks Scott. So um, going back to this, so what... Uh, are are the games on our list that are just, you can't can't be missed games, and I'm I'm gonna stick with the fact that it is a PlayStation sale going on right now, and I've actually got to play the uh, the Final Fantasy VII um, re-release of the of the game. So not not the new game that's being remade, but this but the re-release of the PS1 version. But they've prettied it up, and they've added some features that I thought I was gonna hate. That we've talked about before, yeah, and that is the speed up times three speed up, the turn it off, turn off, uh, um, where you, you know no enemies, so you can start running oh, through no random encounters, yeah, and then um, you can basically also turn on like uh, instant limit breaks, yeah, right? instant limit breaks, 
Really? Yeah, all by doing different things to speed the game up. Now, now the instant limit breaks and the no encounters are fun, are, are cool for maybe certain aspects, like parts of the game where you're like, I just want to get through this part of the game, you know, type deal. But the speed up is where I actually really like this, is that because these games are so, rep- turn-based games become so repetitive that the speed up actually really gets you through the match faster. Like once you start to understand your move lists and everything and how you want to, how you plan on game playing short of bosses, it just th- speeds everything up and you get through it way quicker. I love it. So um, I would say if for, for the people playing on the newer systems, but are looking for that, for that old game that they loved back in the day, this is, this is final fantasy seven. It's, it's original with a few modes that you don't have to turn on so you can play it originally. But the but the, it's actually really really cool. Is it cross platform? Uh, you know I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I played it on the PS4. Okay. Is where I played it. Is it and you said it's cleaned up a little? It's yeah it, yeah oh yeah actually surprisingly looks really good. I um, Xander uh, Z- actually came over and showed it to me, um, and I was I was really surprised. I mean obviously it's very polygon stuff. You know like well, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not it's like, not like smooth. Yeah, it's but it it looks really good. So and I, I have and, it on the PS. I downloaded it back when it was originally released. I have it on our on the PS3. Well, if you, you want to play it, you have Final Fantasy seven at nine, I think, on there. So I may play seven now. Yeah, I love yeah. seven. But anyways, well, so, so what, it, are, it, what is an essential? Is that, that yeah, would be it, an essential for you? Yeah, that's one of my essentials. He says that you can pick any platform, yeah. so it doesn't have maybe to be because of the pick, PlayStation sale. Maybe we should, because you know, we could say Zelda, we could say Mario, we could say all those types of games. Maybe we should pick one that maybe is a little off the radar. Dragon seeds. <laughs> Shut up, Jazzy. Shut up, We're not Jazzy. picking ja- dragon seeds. Put that Santa Coke can in your butt. No one, <laughs> no one even knows what that game is. It's not real. <clears throat> um, LPJ, for, do you know what dragon seeds is? Not a clue. Good. And, and how it many? Sounds like, it sounds like some kind of weird sex position. Yeah. How many? How many PS One games did you copy and and, and steal? Hundreds. Yeah. For, <laughs> interesting. For me, it and would, there was a lot I passed on. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even see that one. <laughs> For me, it would be uh, a, a game I absolutely love and I want everybody to play if they ever get the chance to, RoboPit. I was going to say, say RoboPit Robo Pit for the PS1 thing. because it is like the beginning of like that cool robot fighting sure. game. And it's so cheesy but so much fun and so customizable and it's so Japanese because like when you win, it literally goes... You win. Yeah, it says it just like <laughs> and that. It's in rainbow colors. Um, Which that, that show's game is coming, so that show's much coming fun. back. Did you hear? What? Oh, Robot. Yeah, Robot Wars. Robot Wars coming back. Oh, okay. Coming back. I didn't know so, that. I mean, that was kind of... When that game came out, it was also kind of like the start of some of that stuff hitting TV which, yeah. in its real basic form, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Ro- Robot Pit is, is an essential game for me. I'm going to say... That's what you were going to say? Well, oh. I, I mean, I knew you were going to say Oh, that. okay. I'm going to say it's an old platformer for the NES called Power Blade. I never played Power Blade. Power Blade is so good. It's um, um, it's very reminiscent of like a Mega Man game, but instead of having Mega Man, you have this guy that throws a boomerang, and he gets power-ups throughout the game that either you know increases the power of the boomerang or the length in which he can throw it. And at some point, he gets this giant like metal suit that he that he runs around in. Um, it's great. I mean, it, it's one of my all-time favorite games. They had a sequel to called Power Blade, obviously Power Blade Two, um, which was also very good. But I would say, as far as you know, classic, under the radar, great retro games, Power Blade yeah. for the NES. I'll throw a cla- like a classic that I. I mean, 
it's not as under the radar, but because of Sonic and because of Mario, it doesn't get its. There's two of them, uh, Earthworm Jim, and Vector Man. Yeah, those are good games. Those are two that I played a ton of back in the day, and I, actually, I went back and started playing. I didn't realize there was an Earthworm Jim three that came out on the N sixty four. And I picked it up, and I've been playing that recently, well, and that's, that's actually been pretty fun. But yeah, Earthworm Jim, man, loved that game. No Boogerman? Oh no, I played Boogerman for oh, okay. sure. Boogerman's a good. I mean, I could list a ton of them, but Booger, Boogerman's there too. Boogerman, sure. what was the Pepsi one? Pe- Pepsi, you mean Spot? The Spot. That yeah. was a seven, seven, seven up. Seven up, one, up yeah. Sorry. And uh, and then of course you had the Domino's one too. Yeah. No, yo, Noid. Yo, yo, Noid. <laughs> So. Uh, yo, no! <laughs> uh, what did I, why did I do that? I don't know. Oh, that, uh, it, also, that Powerblade game, yeah. they do speed runs on um, awesome games done quick. Oh, do they? For it, yeah. Oh, cool. Let's check it out. So, there you go. Thanks for the question, Scott. Yo, no! <laughs> Next up, we got Xander. Xander's chiming in. He says, I love looking back on old video game advertisements in comic books or on YouTube. What are some of your favorite old-timey video game ads? Uh, his is, he always enjoyed the Final Fantasy VI three in the US ad that had Mog standing in front of all the crazy monsters saying it doesn't seem fair, does it? Then the next page was all the enemies reduced to dust and Mog standing triumphant saying, Who said life was fair? <laughs> so um I'm gonna actually go back to the ads and the commercials and say I loved uh, Earthworm Jim, the Earthworm Jim commercial was fantastic with the little worm that would like scoot across the Sega logo and then jump yeah. down into his body and like, you know, shoot his blaster. Um, that's one I'll, I always remember. And Vector Man too, I remember him. But I always remember the the Genesis commercials when they first came out. Genesis does 16-bit turbo arcade graphics. <laughs> Genesis does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's great! Yeah, those were good. I remember later Sega games too. They got that like they got the floating head, and he would just be like uh-huh. Sega, you yeah, know, just like crazy. <laughs> what about you? It, I have a hard time remembering them, but the Power Glove commercials. Oh, those were, were just ridiculous! ridiculous. Just yep. lightning bolts everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like this kid was literally a machine for using the Power yeah. Glove, and yeah. And oh, then you get then you get the Power Glove, and, and like, you play one match, and you're like, I can't. This, this is false advertisement. Yeah. I don't I don't know what false advertisement means because I'm a kid. But holy shit, did I just get ripped off? Yeah. <laughs> How oh, many games man. can I play on this? Uh, one. There were two. There were, I know, there were a couple, but... You could try it on yeah. other games. You, you would just use the D-pad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember I would wear it and play <laughs> play games, or I'd hold the power glove and use it as a controller. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got mine from a garage sale, thank God. Hey, so that's good. Didn't have to pay full price for that garbage. Um, Did the power glove have different sizes? No, no. I, it had straps. Was it all one size? It had yeah. straps and then, like, a nylon, like, uh, or, like, a spandexy like, Glove that was inside. On the inside? Yeah, oh, okay. I remember that part. I sh- I'm thinking the actual arm piece had like Velcro pieces. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was Lovely. it was money. I miss it. I want one. I how many people? That's actually something I. It. That's something I don't have in the collection. Is power, a power glove. I'm sure you get one pretty cheap. I, I can. I just haven't actually come across one. It's Su- weird. Surprisingly, you should go to uh, the dirt mall. I'm sure they'd have it. The dirt mall probably would. Unfortunately, they'd probably charge me too much too. It also probably smell like someone jizzed in it. That's because they and did cheese. Huh? <laughs> and cheese and just dirty cheese. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Okay, cool. <laughs> that went weird. Back to ads. So yeah, that those would be the anything else popping up in your guys' heads? No, um, I can't think of any. I can't specifically think of any. 
I mean, I'll always remember N64 commercials for sure, just because of the three-dimensional spinning in. Um, and then uh, there was what was the Mario? There was a Mario commercial with with for for the system. It was when the system was first coming out. So yeah, they showed like Mario 64 gameplay, but it was Mario talking about the N64. But yeah, uh, that's about it. Oh, you know what I do remember? The original Legend of Zelda ad. Oh, do you? It was some guy like. Walking through, it was he was like, I don't want to describe it. He was walking from like room to room, just yelling Zelda, and uh, it was a voiceover talking about <laughs> like killing tektites and and muldrums and all when that stuff. Using their names, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was trippy. Like I didn't really understand what was going on, <laughs> but it was when the when the original Zelda game first came out. Oh boy, all right. I have well, to chime in on this one. Yeah. One no, of my no. favorites, uh, actually every one that they did was surprisingly the Clash of Clans commercials. Because they always had like the characters in Clash of Clans doing some crazy stuff where like they'd send skeletons in to do something they couldn't do and they'd die really quick and the witch would be pissed off that she sent them and just all really clever. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> yeah. I, how, was what, it, when did what, that come out? Yeah, what year was that? <laughs> Though that doesn't necessarily fit into the retro concept, it is. I, I will agree. Those I commercials, those, those commercials they're, they're are funny. fantastic. I, unfortunately, those commercials made me play that game. That was not a very fun. I told you not like the commercials me. were better than the game. You yeah. know, like that's that's the bummer. Like it's like the Power Glove, except for the Power Gloves. Like, oh, I, re- I do remember another one. The terrible. Super Scope. Do you remember the Super Scope commercial? Yeah, Super Scope oh. 6. Oh, my God. The Super Scope commercial like made you feel like if you didn't have this, you were a fucking loser. Yep. And then you got it, and it was another one of those things. You got it, and you played it once, and you were like, this is terrible. Yeah. The Duck Hunt gun on the original NES is better than this thing. I do remember that. Hold uh, on. I found the Legend of Zelda commercial. I'm playing it for you right oh, now. Oh, dear God. <laughs> this is real? <laughs> we can definitely end up so weird. Wow. I told you it was trippy. So weird. Man, you, you could really... There's be... nothing in there that says uh-uh. anything about the game. <laughs> that guy, it just makes you seem like this guy literally lost his mind playing this game. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> the only reason why I knew what was going on is I had already had the game. Pee-haws. Cl- yeah. Ah, where there, is everything? That clearly was a brainwash. Like, if you watch that too many times, you, you, you go play uh, Zelda, I think. Yeah, oh, you'd have to. Yeah, yeah, it was subliminal messaging in there, I think. Uh, Wow. Okay, that's a great way to end this question because that's uh, that was definitely I can't beat that. No, that's the worst commercial Let's I've move ever seen. On. So thanks for the question, Xander. Um, and that covers it for emails, guys. Oh sweet. Yeah. Let me, well, let me double check real quick. Uh, well, yep. see you. That's good. We're covered. So emails once once again, guys. We answer your retro questions. You can send in your questions to info at bxap dot com or head right to the website bxap dot com. Click on podcasts. You'll see the Legend of Retro right there, and you can leave comments right on the episodes. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Reddit. We're on everything now. BXAP Gaming. 
And, um, you know, we air every Thursday on BXAB.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Overcast. So there you have it, guys. It's been a fun episode three. We're so happy that Last Place Jason can uh, can hang out, LPJ. Thanks, Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks I'll uh, probably never be back. <laughs> That's we'll, true. We'll, yeah, That's we'll, true. we'll have you back for sure. Absolutely. No, I won't. You can invite me only one. I'm oh, here. Okay, fair enough. Well, I have too busy. I'm too busy managing the finances for the studio upstairs. How's it doing? Not well. That's what I figured. You guys really are not driving the revenue I'd like. <laughs> kind of saw that coming. What do you want yeah. us to do differently? I'm not sure you can. <laughs> can, you, can you get new personalities? Oh. I mean, I got Jazzy over here. We can slide yeah, him we in. Yeah, we can put Jazzy in charge. No dice. No, no Chris. He looks too much like the edge. We can just close up shop then. The edge. <laughs> we can just close up shop thing, yeah. Oh, boy. Now that you said that, I'm going to look at him every time and just think <laughs> that. Thank you so much for that. Yep. Oh, boy. All right, well, guys, this has been Episode 3 of The Legend of Retro, the retro podcast of BX8B. So thanks for tuning in. Yes. We'll see you next Thursday. When the legend continues. That's right. Thanks, guys. Silva! Silva!